0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Blue Curtains. Today, I'm going to read three poems for you. One of them is mine and the other two are by people that I really, really admire. I hope you like all of our works. Now, without any delay, let's get into it. I had made peace with battlefields, so the war followed me home dug its teeth in the most fragile parts of my soul and yet I left it unquenched. I grew up carving ugly patterns of flowers all over me. I took it as a compliment when I was told that they were still too pretty to be on my body. I left my addiction to flowers in my childhood. In playgrounds with more pebbles than trees. And in this haunted house of adulthood, I found you like a new addiction in me. I painted a portrait of you in my head, but you were like spilled ink on paper. Like clouds covered with sulfur. You never knew what you wanted, and so you slipped through your boundaries. In the moist, dark chambers of my skin, this cold is inevitable. But the wind shivered away some ice that day, and I knew I had never felt this brave. Brave battles, though, often end with unintended bloodstains on the body. And so did our story. I spoke my heart out to you in words I've practiced to a mirror for hours. They became a pattern to my tongue, much like my forgotten flowers. In a fit of bravery, I held your hand with a warmth forbidden for a man. Your eyes didn't curve into a smile like I dreamt them to. You didn't hold my hand back like I wanted you to. The butterflies in my stomach dissolved like sunsets at the edge of an ocean. In a manly voice, you declared your silence. In a manly voice, I spoke indifference. Feelings were never manly. Words were never manly. I was never enough manly. You know, the dodgeballs that we threw at each other's faces will carry our imprints forever. Our high-fives, not hugs, will itch on my body forever. Our platonic I love yous will haunt me forever. But secrets fade their beauty off too soon, so I dipped mine into the freedom of the ink. In a manly voice, you can declare your silence today. But in a manly voice, I let out a cry instead. I buried my favorite tulips next to your memory, but now I choose to plant them on my fingers instead. Okay, so that was Battlefields, and it was my poem. I really hope that you liked it. Now the next poem I'm gonna read for you is called The Edge of Vulnerabilities and it's by Pritha. Come back. I'm screaming. Surrender to me and let me love you like no tomorrow one last time. Before you finally leave, because when we fell apart, we broke like two bridges loosely joined by frail strings of futile trails, seeking for freedom in the chaos. When we fell apart, we broke like army men departing home with hollow chests and hopeless eyes. I didn't get a chance to bid you goodbye when you were roaring your battle cry. I wanted to hold you close to my lips and whisper. Please stay this time. But I knew you couldn't, and you didn't. For men like you are made for the battlefield of despair and agony. Men like you are always waging war against your own self. Men like you come like unforeseen springs and go like predestined winters. And I love men like you. I still do, for now I am nothing but your reflection. Wanting to hate you in the mirror but failing to detach your essence from the inches of my skin. Come back, surrender to me and let me love you like no tomorrow, for I wish to feel at home one last time. Or pick up the goddamn gun and shoot me in the eyes today and pay me a visit in the causeway of your guilt. For tomorrow, you may or may not be alive. So, now the last poem of the day. This one doesn't have a title, so I won't give it any. But it's about women supporting women. And it's written by Akshita. You wake up one day after a long sleep. You hear nothing but the sound of your mother's breaths. You realize that even when she's awake, there's nothing much that she speaks. You are that silence. But you are also powerful and can write your own language of passion and courage. They say you can't teach elders, but this language of yours teach your mother and other women of your family who still cannot speak it. When you wake up and hear nothing but your mother's breaths, I want you to keep in mind that her silence is her sword that soon you'll get as legacy. Your grandmother told you about her grandmother who once was beaten by her husband and called names by other men of her family for showing off her face through her sari. You are the violence she tolerated and the abuses she heard. But you are also so much more. Like the way she spoke with calmness and love, you inherited a lot of things from her like softness and kindness and even the will to fight back. Your grandmother also told you that her grandmother left and went to stay with her father. Her husband, along with other men, came back to apologize. She forgave them, but she stayed until she had healed. Your grandmother once told you how she had to use torn pieces of clothes and sometimes pouches filled with sand to stop the menstrual blood. Her mother-in-law even called her a witch for entering the kitchen to drink some water. You are the blood she bled and the curse she had upon herself, but you are also a goddess of things like pain, hurt, and beauty. An offspring of her suffering, her mind is a bit more at ease when her granddaughters are not tormented like her in a world of pads, diva cups and respect. Her mother-in-law that day stayed hungry for a few hours, but ate some food she made, even called it tasty and gave a smile back. So if you're reading this, it is a reminder that we come from our mother's womb who felt the same pain that we are the softness of a rose, but also the thorns in its stem. I'll stand for you. I know you will stand for me.